This is your Yahoo Finance Market Watch. This episode is brought to you by ShipStation. You know, some things take a lot of work, like sending little robots to far off distant planets. And just as that's challenging, so too is running a successful e-commerce business, especially when there's so much to do. So I want to introduce you all to ShipStation. Now, I love using ShipStation because of its easy-to-use dashboard, which makes managing orders and printing labels a breeze and super smooth. Oh, and the customer service is just out of this world. It's exactly what you need to help grow your business. Sign up for your free 60-day trial at ShipStation.com slash technews. That's ShipStation.com slash technews. News. This is Yahoo Finance Daily, a daily update on the top business, finance, and stock market news from around the world. Let's jump into today's stories. Stocks pushed higher on Wednesday after dropping a day earlier, with a surge in oil prices helping fuel a risk on move in markets. The move higher came following a drop earlier during the session, as new tepid economic data out of China added to concerns over the pace of global growth. The S&P 500 gained intraday, led by the energy and industrial sectors. The Dow also jumped, steadying after the index shed nearly 300 points on Tuesday, resuming declines and falling for the sixth time in seven sessions. U.S. crude oil prices futures jumped to their highest level since early August, after new data showed crude oil inventories slid last week amid production disruptions in the wake of Hurricane Ida. Key economic data out of China pointed to a much sharper-than-expected deceleration in growth last month, suggesting the recovery in the world's second-largest economy was losing steam at a faster rate than expected. And elsewhere, shares of casino operators with locations in Macau, like Wynn Resorts and Las Vegas Sands, slid after the government announced plans to increase regulatory oversight of the gambling industry. China's retail sales grew just 2.5% in August over last year, coming in well below the 7.0% expected, according to Bloomberg consensus data, and slowing sharply from the 8.5% pace posted in July. Industrial production also pulled back for the manufacturing-heavy country, with this rising 5.3%, compared to 6.4% in July. The disappointing prints sent shares of Chinese stocks like Alibaba, Pinduoduo, and JD.com lower. Recent data for the U.S. has also pointed to decelerating growth and some cooling in price pressures. The Labor Department's Consumer Price Index, or CPI, excluding volatile food and energy prices, ticked up by just 0.1% in August compared to July posting its slowest monthly gain since February. Core CPI also rose less than expected over last year. The latest report released Tuesday showed. However, the big contributors to the drop were declines in prices for things like airfare and hotel room rates, which were likely only temporarily pushed down due to renewed concerns over the Delta variant. Still, The slower-than-expected rise in consumer prices helps vindicate some Federal Reserve policymakers' views that inflation will ultimately prove transitory and offers more room for officials to keep current monetary policies in place for longer, some pundits said. We probably won't get the answer to whether it's transitory or not probably until 2022. That's when the base effects will start to wash out and all the distortions start to kind of resolve themselves. Samir Samana 
Wells Fargo Investment Institute senior global market strategist, told Yahoo Finance on Tuesday. What the number today tells us is that the Fed probably has a little more wiggle room, he added. If they don't want to do something at the meeting next week, given the weaker-than-expected August payrolls number, the inflation number today also takes the pressure off of them to do something next week. Still, investors continue to appraise a host of risks to the economic and equity outlook, with price pressures serving as only concern. And with U.S. equities still relatively close to all-time highs and the S&P 500 still up by more than 18% so far this year, jitters over the fundamental backdrop have only been intensifying. I do think we're going to see a bit of an air pocket in concern from some of the companies going into year-end. Chris Retzler, Needham's small-cap growth fund portfolio manager, told Yahoo Finance. Supply chains are still certainly stretched. Semiconductors are a problem across almost every industry, and labor costs continue to be a problem. But looking a year out, I would think that those problems begin to abate, and that's good for long-term investors. For more live coverage of business, finance, and stock market news, please visit yahoofinance.com. We'll be back tomorrow morning with your daily update. So until then, thanks for listening. Spoken Layer Want to learn how you can make smarter decisions with your money? Well, I've got the podcast for you. I'm Sean Piles, and I host NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Our show features our team of nerds, personal finance experts in credit cards, banking, investing, and more. And they'll help you make the most of your money while cutting through the clutter and misinformation in today's world of personal finance. You'll get clarity on strategies to help you build your wealth, invest wisely, shop for financial products, and plan for major life events. Listen to NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast wherever you get your podcasts.